Hello, thanks for tuning in to Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Long Hoso. As a reminder, the content of this podcast may cause you to feel strong emotions as no topic is off limits. Now, with that said, keep in mind that the purpose of this podcast is to critically think about our thinking to make our thinking better. With that said, let's get to it. What's happening, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Keys to Gems Podcast. This is your host, Lonoso. I really appreciate the encouragement and feedback that I've been getting. Uh, the critiques help me get better. So thank you for giving them. And thank you very much for taking the time to listen. Again, whether it's ancillary to doing something or if you just sit down and want to know what I have to say on a given set of topics. It is greatly appreciated. The topic for this week is being brought to you. I feel like it's on some Sesame Street stuff with that, but the topic for this week is being brought to you because of a little thing that I've noticed and I've I've tried to ignore it because I feel like I was projecting my standards and my thoughts onto other people. But it is my belief that words are becoming less appreciated than what they should continually be. In addition, people say things seemingly taking no regard for the meaning of the words used. Now y'all know I'm going to go ahead and explain that for you, right? I wanted to marinate as I explained it, but <laughs> I'm going to explain it for you. So let's take something as simple as the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America to, and to the republic for which it stand, one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. Now, I'm not going to give you a word by word breakdown because y'all would turn this off right now and go about your day. However, we can just look at one word in the title, because even in the title, some people passively, perhaps actively neglect the meaning of what the title is asserting. If you put the meaning of allegiance, for example, if you throw that in there, then things will become clear. So the title would read the pledge of loyalty of a citizen to his or her government or a subject to his or her sovereign. That doesn't have the same ring to it. Still, meanings are quite important. I know I've mentioned before that good and bad are extremes of a given thing or condition, which highlights the need to be clear when you use words. Now, the thing that we attempt to do, whether it's small talk, which honestly I'm not that fan, big a fan of, or if you're a supervisor or you're a subordinate and you're getting talked to, communication only is going to work if you say what you mean 
if what you are trying, air quotes, to say is understood clearly. And sometimes we have to sit back and understand that maybe we don't know how to say what we feel or what we think or what, we, what would needs to be expressed. Now, something I have grown to truly despise is intellectual laziness. What that means simply is a willful lack of engagement of one's mind. Why that is important is quite simple. Only you know what you're thinking or thinking of. So failing to engage your mind causes a deficit. That deficit is often far-reaching. I don't think anyone lives forever, so allowing reason, critical thinking, or communication to atrophy based on laziness is a poor use of the time that we have here on this earth. So, what's the practical application of this not trying not to be intellectually lazy? The power of clarity. If you have ever experienced someone saying they like you, now, uh, you, you can go ahead and apply that, that idea to different levels, you know, elementary school, maybe high school, college, post, like post-college life or whatever, just normal, going to the grocery store and you run into the same cashier or same stock person every time. But if someone just says they like you, what do they like of? What do they like about you? What does that mean? However, and I'll go ahead and say I for this. I'm not saying this to nobody through this podcast. So I don't want nobody jumping in my DMs about it. <laughs> but if I were to say, I like you, to me, that's not communicating anything other than I favor somebody. That doesn't give them any reason to engage with me based on what I just said. And that's positive or negative. Now, if I was to say, you know, every time I see you, my day is made a little bit better. We always have a pleasant conversation. You're always willing to stop and talk. Your voice flows over the air. The look in your eyes is crystal clear and always so attentive. And when we depart, as we have to do daily, I can instantly miss your presence. Now, you look at the example of someone saying, I like you, versus what I just said. And granted, everybody's going to communicate that differently. But the clearer communication, I think, sounds a little bit better. It sounds a little more refined. It gives the person a reason to engage. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be reciprocated. It doesn't mean it's going to be uh, positive. They could say, wow, you feeling all that? Okay, well, I guess I'll go somewhere else then. Or it could be a more positive interaction. But words have meaning. Words have power when put together properly. And we cannot let the reliance we have on speed 
or the necessity just to get it done become the reason that we don't take into account how we say and what we say when we say it. Now, on that same line, obviously you can apply that to relationships. And it, it relationships like action, if you're going out for a cause, which I'm going to go ahead and spit on that a little bit later. But relationships are handled differently by everyone. And some people handle them solely based on the past. They try to figure out what happened or they figure out what happened in the past that was positive and negative and try to replicate the positive and try to eliminate the negative. They don't necessarily treat a new relationship independent or as a unique thing that's happening in their life. But the power of communication is key. Here's a little inside oh so mine for you. When someone says, I don't, if I ask them, what's wrong? And they say nothing. But their body language, their tood or attitude is saying something is definitely up. If they say nothing to me, two things are going to happen. One, I'm just going to drop it and not care what's wrong. Because if you thought it was good enough to lie to me and say nothing instead of, oh, it's not something I want to talk about now. Again, communicating, or I don't know if I know how to express myself. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't have a reason to. Because you said nothing. Now, in a relationship-wise, depends on how close we are. If you're willing to lie to me over something, over how you're feeling, I don't want to have nothing to do with you. That's something I can't really take because I keep it 100 with everyone. And that's painful sometimes because everyone does not appreciate that. <laughs> but I try to make sure that they know that going in. So if they get hit over the head with it, it's like, damn, he did tell me. But anyway, the relationship works best when communication happens. When you are able to articulate exactly what's going on or express yourself effectively. No one communicates in hi, bye, how's your day? All right, cool. Let's go get something to eat. That is a very cartoonish example of relationship. So because it's not like that, you should engage your mind. Don't be intellectually lazy. If you can, if your partner asks you, and this is not a, a relationship podcast, but if your partner asks, what's wrong? It's a self-respect thing to say, what's wrong? I don't want to talk about it. Or we could talk about it later. It's not related to you. Or it is related to you. It's something you did, but I'm working on it right now. It cannot be the case that your partner will ever read your mind. I don't think that's a power that we're going to develop. Now, you might be able to read cues, like physical cues, but I don't think there's going to be too much mind reading going on. So that communication is key. And being intellectually lazy 
is basically shooting your relationship in the foot and it can't get nowhere. And I said it like that to express the point. It just cannot move forward. Something else that some experience and this is seen in different ways. Some people is setting goals. So some people approach it like write it down and make it real or make a list, make a, a plan. And depending on who you are, if you run in my circle, there is no plan B, there is plan A. So you plan everything as good as possible. And if you don't end up where you're going because of something that you absolutely cannot control, then that's okay. But if you can control it, you make it happen. But that's a military thing. Perhaps I'll get into that another time. But the goals you make, sometimes we make hindrance, hindrance as far as self or roadblocks for ourselves simply because we haven't made it clear what we want to do. For example, you say, I want to be rich. What is rich to you? That is a big term. Do you mean wealthy? Because if you're wealthy, what are you going to do to get that money? And if you're, if you don't mean wealth as far as money, well, how are you going to obtain the goods or the condition that you will arrive at being wealthy? So even in setting goals, we have to make sure that we are communicating even with ourselves. And sometimes you have to be willing to make sure that you set out on the plan after you made a thorough plan. You have to be willing to make sure that you are okay with not ending up where you want to end up. However, if you are like-minded, such as myself, or or like me, you can say that I'm going to get there. It's just a matter of time. I might not have got there when I wanted to, but I'm going to get there. Now, lastly, I want to, on this communication topic, and why it's very important not to be intellectually lazy. I'm about to give you three of the most powerful words in my opinion, that are known to man. When you use these words, it shows a humbleness. It shows a self-awareness that many people appreciate. I definitely do. And I know many others that do. Those three words are simply, I don't know. That's right. I don't know. Now, how can you say, I don't know, doesn't doesn't that kind of conflict with not being intellectually lazy? Shouldn't you be seeking to know? Shouldn't you be seeking to find out? Well, not really. I don't know is a recognition that you are lacking knowledge of something. That doesn't mean you can't get it. That doesn't mean you don't want to try to get it. But it does mean that you are self-aware and honest enough to recognize the need for something else, the need for more. But some people literally don't know how to deal with that. I don't know. 
they put in stuff and that holds the place of what they need. They they say, well, I think it's this. Just say, I don't know, man. I don't know, and we can work on what you think it is. My boy, Headface House Podcast, I got to shout him out because he hit something in the head with people talking about, would you do this? Could you do this? How about can you? Let's, let's deal with can first. Headface House, check him out. Available on all platforms. Anyway, the I don't know allows you to build on maybe what you don't know you know and sometimes what you don't know you don't know you know it makes sense I promise so those things are just a kind of a a snapshot you can extrapolate on that as needed but it's food for thought We deal with communication every single day. Words have meanings. Ignoring those meanings doesn't make them go away. And this is not me saying that you need to get in the Oxford Dictionary, learn everything. No. But if you can express something or express yourself better or be clearer, or get clear understanding just from asking, excuse me, just from asking, what do you mean? It's powerful, I promise. And in the next segment, you will see why I say it's powerful. (laughs) But yeah, make sure you guys remember, don't be intellectually lazy. Use your words. Lastly, I got to talk on the politics thing. Now, as you guys know, it's an election. It's an election year here in the States as of the time I'm recording this. And of course, vote.gov. So you can register to vote, find out where to register to vote, find out how you will be voting November 3rd. Something I want you all to be conscious of. There is what we see. And then there's what we expect. And then there is. How can we get it? What we see in leadership, for example, Mitch McConnell. For some reason, he's, well, actually not for some reason. It's an election year. He's up for re-election. So he's now saying, oh, I'll I'll go ahead and, you know, I'm fully support the whatever decision the White House and Democrats come to. A couple weeks ago, he was like, no, no, there won't be a deal. And as we know, at the time of recording this, three months ago, the Democrats in the House of Representatives, they passed another relief act. What we expect of our leaders is to simply do their job. Our right to vote is us checking them. If they don't do their job, in theory, they should get voted out. That's the how we get 
what we what what we expect to see how we get what we want i want you all to keep in mind that as we had since we have that orange individual that shaking my head y'all can't see me but that we have that orange individual that likes to just make up stuff on the fly like the when the he had a covid press conference and just spotted out yeah it, we have Lebanon where they have our full support and it's a horrible attack. Like, no, it's not an attack. That thing, you know, the other segment that that you just heard, the I don't know thing, he should have just stuck with what he knew. Those things matter. Their actions matter. And the reason I'm so adamant about voting, I'm so adamant about democracy is because I understand how easily it is taken away. Democracy works as long as we work. Democracy works as long as people are willing to engage and check their leaders. Now, I I don't really like to bring up some of the founding fathers because like, Thomas Jefferson, he was kind of the R. Kelly of his time, sleeping with slaves and everything, and they weren't all of age. Anyway, but they never intended for people to be a king. Even George Washington slave on himself. He was a good general, but he did own slaves. It's a bad life choice in my opinion. He didn't want to be king. They didn't even know the president would be called president back then, but he could have stayed. But he knew he had to go. He knew that he had to go. Some of these people in office that aren't doing their job, they need to go. There's people right now, and this is just a reminder, this isn't a, a kind of a bang the drum for give all your money or help the needy. No. But you need to be made aware there's people that are standing in food lines. While senators that make $200,000 a year, more, more than that generally speaking, and some are rich, rich, like millionaire rich. They're saying, oh, that's the $600 is too much. That neglects, I think I said this last week, but that neglects the fact if the $600 is more than they were making, but they qualify for that and the $1,200, it probably means they weren't making a living wage. We have to be better as a society. It is our responsibility to engage our leaders. It's their job to do their job to govern, but it's our responsibility ability, while, I, while I can speak, <laughs> it's our responsibility to make sure that they are doing their job. Failing to do so, well, you end up with what we have now. They can't come to a decision. They know what people need, mind you. They go on August recess this Friday, by the way. They know what people need, but they can't come to a decision to help them. That just that just doesn't sound right. You have the power to do it. You know it needs to happen, but they can't come to a decision on how to do it. As I stated before, vote.gov. Understand that we are responsible for our democracy. 
we really are. And if they can't communicate why they're not doing it, that just means they are choosing to. Because this isn't like top secret or military secrets or methods and resources that they are uh, at risk of putting out there and putting somebody's life in danger. People need help. Let's keep them, let's keep checking them, folks. We have to do that for our sake. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. See you next week.